What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. Get ready, Yosef. You're going to hear things. You're going to hear things I promise you never heard in your life. I promise you. Just listen and stay tuned, Yosef. You're a smart dude. You'll hear things I promise you didn't hear before. What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. Is a Benini. He's an average guy. Some say he's a stomite. He's not just average, he's a stomite. That's stomite. There's no sharing. So he's stomite. He kids her, he's not so great. He's at best average. At worst, he's quite bad. Next type of guy, Shali Shalach. What's mine is yours. The Shalacha Shali. And what's yours is mine. What's this guy? Amoritz. Amoritz. Shvach. He's an Amoritz. An average dude. Next guy, what? He's an Amoritz. What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. He's an Amoritz. Yaakov, I promise you'll gain a lot. Follow it. Look inside, though. Page 254. 254 in the Seder. 254. Perfect. So, so far we, we're introduced to two fellas. It will help me visualize people you know. Do you know anybody? What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. That guy at best is average mayor. At worst he's a stomite. What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. That guy is an Amoritz. What guy number three? Guy number three is what's mine is yours, and what's what's mine shalish alach. What's mine is yours shalchash alach. What's yours is yours chassid. He's like the spitz guy. Chassid is the epitome. He is a chassid is higher than a tzaddik. A tzaddik keeps the law. Chassid is lefnimisher sadin. So the best guy in the planet, what's mine is yours, and what's yours is yours. Guy number four, the worst dude in the world, what's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. Russia, that defines a Russia. End of the Mishnah. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. That's a Russia. Yaakov, I have the following kasha on the Mishnah. The Mishnah's written very cute. What's mine is mine, yours is yours, yours is mine, mine is yours. The Mishnah, at the end of the day, said very little. It said to share and don't steal. What's mine is yours, be a sharer. But what's yours is yours, don't steal. Why is the Mishnah written so weird, four types of people? It said a simple thing, share and don't steal. And why does it define, it says a guy who's what's mine is mine, he's stingy. And what's yours is mine, he steals, that's a Russia. Why is that, there are a lot of things you could say about a Russia. Thank you, David. Why does that define a Russia? It, what's that, what's that? It, it says Russia. The Mishnah says that's a Russia. Why does that? I could describe many things about a Russia. There are many aspects to a Russia. Why would the Mishnah Moshe define a Russia? What's mine is mine. He doesn't share. Rishayim do a lot of bad stuff. This Mishnah defines the Russia. What's mine is mine. He doesn't share. And what's yours is mine, he's sticky-fingered. Why does that define a Russia? The bottom line is, we're learning a Mishnah, there are four types of people. The Mishnah rips a guy, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. It calls him average, or maybe stoimai. What's mine is yours, yours is mine is nama aratz. Shvach. Tzadik! What's mine is yours, and what's yours is yours. 
Why does that define a chassid? Like a chassid's higher than a tzaddik. He shares and he doesn't steal. Okay? It's a good thing to do. Sharing is wonderful. The Mishnah is describing chassid. What is the Mishnah saying? So I want to learn a Mishnah Yosef knows by heart, but I want him now really know the Mishnah. So I want you to hear this, Yosef. There's something unbelievably deep going on in this Mishnah. I think you'll all relate to this. If you didn't follow any of my questions, please follow from here. This is one of the most profound Mishnayas I ever learned in my life. Yitzhi Tavur, I want you to hear this. I'm going to describe two personality types, and then I want you, Ari, this Mishnah looks, I know, way. come much closer, we're friends for a zillion years, come right, bring a chair right next to Shmuel, Ari, pull up that chair, that's your perfect, pull it up closer, ours, a Mishnah described four types of individuals, what's the Mishnah saying, it described the tzaddik, what's mine, is yours, and what's yours is yours. So I want to explain as follows. Check this out, Ari. We're going to describe two individuals. Did you ever meet somebody who's very disciplined and organized? A disciplined, in the Enneagram, if you know about that, it's a one personality. A guy who's disciplined and organized, never late to davenings, always gets 98s on their tests, a structured, rigid person, just on time to everything. They're very neat. They're very put together. When this person walks into a classroom, when this person walks into, a, walks into the dorm at night, they're very quiet. They don't wake anybody up. They never touch their roommate's stuff. They're very rigid. They're very careful with another person's thing. You ever met a rigid guy? <coughs> a rigid guy holds his God's gift to humanity. He looks at us latecomers as, what's wrong with them? The guy, when you're, the guy who's always in time in shul, and I walk into shul, I look both ways. I'm all embarrassed. I'm late to shul. The rigid guy looks at me like such, with, with such a look of nebuch. Look at this guy who so can't put himself together to get to shul on time. You walk in the Friday night davening and the rigid people look at you with disdain. What's wrong with you? That you can't put yourself together. He's God's gift to humanity. He's rigid. He's put together. Now it's very, very nice, Hefer, that he's put together. But what flaws do rigid people naturally have? They can't change. So they're not so flexible. The guy is all rigid, and he won't wake up his roommates. But what happens if you wake him up? Ooh, are you dead? He doesn't touch his roommate's Pringles, but he doesn't share his own. A rigid guy is not inclined to be a big balchesed. They're not so kind and giving and sharing. He's rigid. He's rough. You want to get stuck out of a rigid guy who may give you a buck. He's not giving you much more. He's rigid. So rigidity, Yaakov, has natural milus, but it has natural flaws. The rigid guy thinks he's God's gift to humanity, David, and he's right, he is a gift, but he has many flaws to work out. If he was born rigid, Dovi, I want you to hear this, if he was born rigid, Yitzla, and he died rigid, he didn't do anything in his life. We're going to call the rigid guy, what's mine is mine, he doesn't share. What's mine is mine. Don't touch. Don't wake me up. But what's yours is yours. He does have a respect. What's yours is rigid. He won't touch your Pringles. But whoa, if you touch his Pringles. He won't wake you up. But oh, if you wake him up. So he's a rigid guy and he has good things about him. We're going to call that guy Chaim. What's mine is mine. 
and what's yours is yours. It has a natural good side, what's yours is yours. He's very respectful, what's yours. But it has a natural bad side, what's mine is mine, not so sharing. If he born and died a rigid guy, he's an amoris. He's a bainini. He hasn't done anything in his life. You haven't moved. It's nice, your natural mindless, but you didn't correct what wasn't natural. Let's go another fellow, Lucy Goosey. He's so nice to everybody. He's the sweetest, kindest. He gets a package from his mom. The whole dorm is lucky. His money, he shares. He's lending. He's giving. He's so loosey-goosey. No problem. You wake him up in the middle of the night. He's sleeping in the dorm and you're loud. He's like, don't worry. No sweat. Could you guys be a little quieter? And he smiles. After the 16th time he's woken up. He's loosey-goosey. He'll agree to do favors left and right. He's so generous and kind and easygoing. And he feels he's God's gift to humanity. Look how nice he is. Generous, kind, giving, wonderful. But what natural flaws, Chaim, does that guy have, Mr. Lucy Goosey? What'd you say? First of all, he's very sharing with his Pringles, but he's very quick to t- touch another guy's Pringles. He's loose! He doesn't mind you take his stuff, but eh, you know, you can also take the other guy's stuff because that's his attitude. He doesn't mind you wake him up, but he's the type who will wake somebody else up. He's loosey goosey. So it has natural. By the way, he's not, not usually on time to things, he's not very disciplined. He's flexible and all, but not very disciplined. He's late to a lot of things. That's not a good quality. He agrees to do a lot of favors, but he doesn't always get it done. He's loosey-goosey. He says yes a lot, but he doesn't always see it through. So we're going to call that guy. It's very nice, his natural Milo, but there are flaws naturally. I don't want to go to the Enneagram. We can talk different numbers, but I want to, I want to talk about the concept, not through the Enneagram. It's a good question. But this guy, this loosey-goosey, we're going to call what's mine is yours. Very sharing, but what's yours is mine. So if he just stays that way, he's an average dude at best. I'm honest. There's no the, Your natural things are nice, but you didn't fix yourself up. The best guy in the world is, has, has, a, has a contradiction to him. I love people who have contradictions. I always look for great people. You find c- contradictory things to them. The greatest person is what's mine is yours, but what's yours is yours. For your things, I'm rigid. He'll never make noise late in the dorm. It wakes up the roommate. You wake him up, no problem. He's a contradiction. From his own things, he's loosey-goosey and sharing. What's mine is yours. Take, no problem, flexible. But then he's what's yours is yours. Nobody naturally is a contradiction. Either his starting point, Maish, is one of two ways. If his starting point was rigid, he was what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. What's yours is yours is a great Milo. But he breaks through instead of what's mine is mine, what's mine is yours. If his starting point was loosey-goosey, what's mine is yours is great, but what's yours is mine is not. He ends up, what's mine is yours, what's yours is yours. He's a contradiction. What's mine is yours, loosey-goosey, sharing, but what's yours is yours. That's a tzaddik. That defines a tzaddik, Yehuda. What was naturally good, he keeps, but what needed to be overcome, he overcame. That's a chassid. That's the perfect person. What defines a rush as a contradiction bad? 
He's what's mine is mine. What's mine is mine, so you're stingy. So at least be what's yours is yours. No, what's yours is mine too. Nobody's naturally that way. That's Russia. That defines a Russia. Even what was naturally good he lost. That's a Russia. Not only does he have, not only does he have bad, what was naturally good he lost. That defines a Russia. That's what this Mishnah means, Yosef. Yerb shot in the Mishnah. All of a sudden, Yaakov, this innocent-looking Mishnah. I love Avos. I love the years I said Shirman Avos Yaakov. Avos is deep and profound. It looks like such an innocent Mishnah. What's mine is mine. You're, there's something so profound here in this Mishnah of what we're striving. We're striving to take our personalities, that which is naturally good, to keep doing, to strengthen even, and to be excited about. But to take the natural flaw in our midah and correct it. Every midah, what does the word midah mean? Besides a character trait, what does the word midah mean? Rabbi said, what does the word midah mean? A measurement, good Yanku. A measurement. A midah is a measurement. Why is the word, if I could just for a second, if you bear with me for another minute, Chaim. In English, if two words... Table. Is this really a table, Chaim? It's not. I'll tell you why I say that in a real way. We could have called this whatever we want. Me and you want to have a conversation. So for sake of a conversation, if we don't have the same language, how are you going to know what I mean and I know what you mean? So we make a deal. When I say table, think this. We could have called this a Moses. We could have said, um, could you please take your hand off the Moses or your elbows off the Moses? Could you please set up the Moses? Instead, we called it a table. Is this any more table than a Moses? No. It's whatever you want it to be. You can call it in French. And Who here knows another language besides Lashon Kodesh? Does anybody know another language? What language do you know? How do you say table in Yiddish? Table in Yiddish. How do, you say table? How do you say table in Yiddish? Atish. 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 By the tish. He's sitting in the tish. So I say, is this more a tish, a table, a Moses, whatever you want it to be? It's just we'll use the word and you and I will know what you're referring to. So you could pick any word in the world we wanted. And the point is, we should know what I mean. Lashon Kaidish is not that way. This is a Shulchan Chaim. It's a Shin Lamed Chesnun. In Lashon Kaidish, every letter is a spiritual force. If a guy walked into this room and didn't know what we named this, can a guy look at this and say, I see, it's a, oh, it must be called a table? A French guy won't guess what we call this. Do you know if you know the Aleph base, what each letter represents, you could study this and you say, oh, I see a Shin. Oh, it's a Shulchan. You can predict what it is. Because it's not something, just a way of referring to this. It is a Shin Lamed Chesnon. That's what this is. Lashin Kaidish is different than every other language. It's not a way of you and I knowing what we're referring to. You know what I'm saying, Matis? In Lashin Kaidish, when it's called the Shulchan, that's what it is. How do you say father in Lashin Kaidish? Av. What is it? What, if when I say a father, when I say a guy's a father, what do you know about him? 
What do you know that he has a son? Because he can't be a father without a son. What is what is the letter Aleph Bays? One becomes two. One gave birth to a second. The very word Av says. How do you see Shulchan Okay, see, there's, there's tons on that. Why a table's a Shulchan? But it's a Shin Lamed Chesnun. There's massive, there are whole books to study the Aleph base, what each letter is. There's, there's a guy whose grandson was in Yeshiva for a short while, Matzio Glazerson. Daniel Glazerson's grandfather wrote books on the Aleph base to give what each letter represents. Then he has all different Baratim on the Aleph base. The bottom line is, Yaakov, that if the same word, we're talking now about um, Midas. Midas means character trait, and Midas also means measurement. Now, in English, if two words have the same word, don't have to be the same thing. Do table and able have any relationship? No, we happen to call it a table, and we happen to say, are you able to do it? But they both have A-B-L-E in there, so what? In Lush and Kodesh, if two <coughs> words have the same letters, that means they're the same spiritual forces. So character trait and measurement both are midos. That means they're the same thing. Why in the world is the word for measurement and the word for character trait? What about them is the same spiritually? They have to be the same because they're the same word. Midas. And the answer is that a character trait is neither good nor bad. There's no good and bad in character. It depends how much of it you measure out. Midas, it's a measurement. It depends the balance, the equation, how much. Character trait is one big sugya of midas, of measurements. When and how much. There's no good and bad in character trait. It's how do you use it. A guy, can, yeah, some, you're going to be married when they're going to have a kid who's stubborn as anything. Is that a bad midah to be stubborn? The Jewish people are stubborn. It's the best thing under the sun. You find the stubborn, it's unbelievable to be stubborn. Stubborn people don't let go of the truth no matter what you do. They're, 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 there's no midah that's good or bad. It's how you measure it out. Vadya. Our job in life is to take any character trait we have and learn to control it, to own it. Avram Avinu's nice. There are people that are nice but don't know how to be not nice. I'll tell you a funny story, right? With Snicky was dating a girl. And the people told me, they called me up, the people, and they said he's a mushball, he's too sweet. They didn't know if he knows that, does he have a backbone, could he be tough? They said they called him up, he's too sweet. It's not his wife. His wife was like, see how good he is. These people said he's, he's too sweet. So I told the people, tell your daughter to speak Lush and her to him on the next day and tell me how sweet he is. Let her try. He'll say, excuse me, stop talking Lush and her. We'll say it nicely, but he'll stop her. He's not a mushbull, it's under control. I told them, tell your daughter to speak Lashnar on the next day. I don't know if they listen to me. <laughs> tell you to speak Lashnar and then see. He's not Avram Avinu, who's the nicest person. God told him to do the Akedah. He was ready to do the Akedah. The question is, was it, is it just naturally or something, or do you own it? Do you own the It's your decision to be it. If the Mida owns you, that's not Mida. It's not, it's not a good character. You don't own it. You don't measure it out. You don't decide yes or no. Do you know when the, at the ShopRite lady would tell me, do you want to donate a dollar to hungry people? I would practice saying no. Say no, thank you. 
I wanted it that when I say yes, it's a real yes. So I felt for myself that I have to practice saying no. I would say no, thank you. Because I want when I say yes, it should be a real yes. If you're just a mushball, you can't say no. So your yes is not owned by you. Avram Avinu, all his kindness is validated when he could go the opposite of kindness when necessary. That's control. That's kinda midah. Our job, Rabbi said, with all our midas is to keep that which is naturally good, strengthen it, encourage it, and overcome that which is naturally flawed in ourselves. That's our mission in life. So whether you're the rigid guy, excellent, excellent. Be on time for things, and learn to be flexible. I remember years ago we had a guy in the basement who was a very rigid guy. I used to talk to him about acquiring flexibility. Learning to be used, the fact that you're rigid is great. He never was late to dominant to share. He had perfect notes, exact, write the littlest handwriting. But learn flexibility. Keep doing what you're doing, and it's good what you are. Add to your game flexibility, the ability to be the opposite of what you are. To Mr. Flexible, add to your game rigidity. That is the goal of our lives, to keep which is naturally good, strengthen, overcome that which needs fixing of our midas. So that's what, that's what I wanted to share with the Olam. If the guys can go now to your second period, Yashkarech Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi.